Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. Uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, we had a law professor on from St. Louis University, Anders Walker. He is the Lily Myers Professor of Law and Professor of History. And it went so well, we invited him back already again. Professor, good to see you again. Thanks for being here. Thank you. It's good to be back. So we're going to talk uh, specifically about the 25th Amendment, which, uh, candidly, I don't remember covering much when I was in law school. I I don't know whether my professors didn't think it was going to be used or was that important or maybe it's just a faulty memory. But I had to go back and really research it. And when I did, uh, I found so much more detail than I expected. I've been sort of disappointed, if I may be, in the founding fathers on the immunity. You know, uh, an officer of the United States and such will just tell us if it's president or not. Uh, But the 25th Amendment seemingly, to my eyes, fairly well written and, and fairly detailed. That's right. It's also fairly new. Uh, it was ratified in 1967. It's good to know I'm older than the 25th Amendment. <laughs> That's and not great. Believe it or not, the inspiration was a movie, uh, The Kane Mutiny. One of my favorite movies. You're kidding me. came out in 1954, and the movie was about a Navy ship where the crew started to suspect the captain had gone insane. Commander Quig. And Senator Kefauver of Tennessee said, what if this happens in the White House? And believe it or not, that topic uh, went live during the Kennedy administration. And this is a sensitive matter, but President Kennedy, before he was assassinated, which is provided for in the Constitution, Article 2, if the president dies, the vice president's president, there is a lot of uh, fear that Kennedy had become compromised. His serial womanizing had opened him to blackmail from the Russians. And if the Russians were to say, President Kennedy, uh, we are going to reveal all these liaisons you've had unless you agree to nuclear disarmament, that could have been possible. And sure enough, John F. Kennedy started talking about nuclear disarmament, Mm. and people in very high places said, this guy has been compromised. What do we do? And um, most historians agree there was something about the Kennedy administration that pushed that amendment over the edge. Wow. But before that, what was the plan before that, before the 25th Amendment? So before that, Article 2 of the Constitution uh, says the vice president shall serve as president if the president is uh, killed or indisposed. But that was never defined. It was never clear. And the uh, Constitution says it's up to Congress to pass some legislation describing that. And ultimately, that's what happens with the 25th Amendment. Uh, It was sort of just a 
non-issue until JFK. Wow, that is so fascinating. And so tell my audience about it. What does the 25th Amendment actually mean? And let's talk about it from from a professorial view uh, as an academic and also more a little more meat and potatoes for the people on the street, uh, what that might mean in real life today. Okay, so there are two provisions of the amendment that are uh, particularly important. One uh, says that the president himself can uh, write a letter saying that he or she is going to be indisposed and the vice president will take over. This has happened multiple times, believe it or not, with colonoscopies. So President Biden had a colonoscopy, and he wrote a letter saying, uh, Vice President Harris will be president while I am under anesthesia. And so she has actually served as president of the United States for a few hours. It wasn't widely advertised Mm -hmm. because it makes the president look weak. Mm -hmm. It makes us look vulnerable. President Trump was the only president who refused anesthesia during a colonoscopy so he wouldn't have to hand over power. And imagine that. It's funny on so many levels. That must have been painful. (laughs) My goodness gracious. But it's happened uh, multiple times. Uh, That's Article 3. Article 4 is, I guess, the more relevant one for today. That is, if the vice president suspects the president has gone insane, Captain Quig, Mm -hmm. the vice president can then file a motion or letter to Congress with uh, his executive officers saying, we think the president is indisposed and we need a transfer of power. The president then has an opportunity to respond, saying, no, as a matter of fact, I feel great. Then it goes to Congress for a vote. And then it has to be a supermajority, three-fourths of Congress, can vote to remove the president. What's the farthest we've ever made it under Article 4? Well, so ironically, I think it was the Trump administration. As early as 2017, the New Yorker, published an article saying, could we use Article 20, could we use Amendment 25 to get uh, Trump out of office? It got kicked around, and uh, after January 6, there was a lot of talk, but by then it was sort of over. And the problem is you need a supermajority in Congress, which I don't think Democrats ever had because they tried to impeach him how many times? Right. And it didn't work. Right. So uh, if you think about it, it's going to be a very rare situation mm-hmm. where— Everybody says he's got to go. Does the Supreme Court get involved at any point? Does the president, let's say he loses to, to the supermajority, is that just it or does he have any sort of appeal? No, that's it. It's a political question. It is in the Constitution because it's been amended. So the court will probably not even. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Review it. And so let's say that that were to happen today successfully and Kamala Harris becomes president. Joe Biden is just out. Uh, does the new president appoint the new vice president? Yes, hmm. exactly. And so that happened after Kennedy was assassinated. Johnson then appointed uh, the vice president. Yeah. So before it gets to Congress, uh, back up, you probably said this and I just missed it, but who brings it to Congress? I know you said the vice president would be the person who would say, I'm starting to feel a little sketchy about uh, my boss here. But does it have to be uh, the cabinet members or joint chiefs or anything like that? So the uh, amendment itself really says whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive department, so that's probably your cabinet, mm-hmm. or of such other body as Congress by law is provided, and they haven't said anything, it's the vice president and the cabinet, so mm-hmm. secretary of state, secretary of defense. They've got to all agree uh, Captain Quig has lost his mind. <laughs> My goodness. I understand there was some sort of, I've heard this story, uh, was it Reagan? Because it was, uh, oh, my gosh. I'm looking at Andrew. And I have a constitutional law professor here, and I'm looking at Andrew. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, it, it was either when Reagan, when Reagan was shot and a couple of the guys were running down the hallway at the hospital yelling, I'm in charge, I'm in charge. And I forget now who exactly that was, but I've heard that story before. Um, do you think – I mean – we could live another 20, 30, 40, 50 years and things be very different, but I cannot foresee in the foreseeable future a supermajority about anything. I think that's right. Um, so you might remember 2018, there was an anonymous op-ed in the New York Times saying, don't worry, there are adults in the room. We are managing President Trump. I don't know if you remember that. Because people were talking about, oh, we need to remove President Trump. He's starting to kind of rattle off these tweets, and he doesn't look like he's Mm. playing with a full deck. Well, uh, that didn't amount to anything. Turns out it was a staffer. So you've got to have the vice president and the entire cabinet and pretty much all of Congress. Mm -hmm. And I don't see that happening Anytime soon. So uh, I really do mean this with all due respect to President Trump and all of his followers. I'm not a fan, but I mean it with respect that what I can imagine a scenario where we, the people, uh, think someone has gone cuckoo, but they have enough support to keep the supermajority. Is there is there any sort of plan B there? If it's just absolutely clear, but the politics have become so dirty and divisive that in spite of that, uh, Commander Quig's subcommanders keep him in. That's called democracy. <laughs> Interesting. So that's the just... people get what the people want. Wow. And maybe deserve. Yeah. Uh, what else is on your constitutional mind these days? We have so many court cases going on at the moment. 
Well, it sounds like the court is very reluctant to disqualify President Trump. Uh, The oral arguments in that Colorado case did not go well for Colorado, and the court seemed very reluctant to take the matter out of the hands of the voters, and so my guess is he'll be on the ballot. Mm. Let's talk a little bit just about the Supreme Court here since we have a few minutes how many ish justices have we had over the the centuries? Oh wow, uh, we've had a few hundred. Have we really? And you don't have to be an attorney to be a justice, correct? Technically, I think that's right. Um, I'm not aware of a justice who was not an attorney, but I think that's possible. Yeah. Do you think? And this is more of a colloquial sort of question, but having gone through law school and read all the opinions, and they read like their era. And uh, the older something is, the smarter and fancier it sounds to me, at least. Uh, Do you feel like the quality of the courts and the quality of the justices have just, and of course there are exceptions, everyone has fans of different courts or different justices, but in your opinion, have they just continued to get better in quality or not so much? The opinions have gotten worse. And I say that because they've gotten longer. So the average Supreme Court opinion now can run upwards of 100 pages, and that is bad for everybody. It's bad to teach. It's bad to learn. And the best opinions, I think, are short, concise, plainly written. And I don't know what is leading the current justices to write uh, dissertations. I think it might be handing too much over to the clerks, Mm. and the clerks are sort of saying, now's my shot. But ironically, um, I tell my students that when they become elected president, I will serve on the court and I will promise you no opinion will be longer than 10 pages. And I won't use words like propinquity, which Justice Rehnquist used. And that's bad writing, folks. I just can't imagine homework and reading 100 page. You it's know, insane. Three, three different cases. Say your point. What are the facts? What's the rule? You don't have to go on for 100 pages. Yeah. Um, And as you know, whether you're having a fight with your spouse or you're writing a Supreme Court opinion, the longer you talk, the more you muddy the waters and and the less plain it becomes. And ironically, the other problem with the current court, and this has been a problem for over 100 years, is the dissenting opinion. So initially, the court did not issue dissenting opinions for good reason. They are ruling on the law. This is what the Constitution says. Well, if you have a dissenting opinion and people on the court are saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. That undermines the legitimacy of the whole enterprise. And that's gone completely off the rails. Now we have dissenting opinions that are 100 pages. And it just sort of, as you say, muddies the waters and really leaves it open to question what what the Constitution means. We talked last time about some of your favorite intellectual justices. Who are a couple of your favorite colorful justices? Who do you really enjoy over the years, reading or just watching? Well, there's always Justice William O. Douglas, uh, who liked hiking, camping, and marrying women who were a lot younger than he was. <laughs> I think he got uh, on his fourth marriage. While he was writing Griswold versus Connecticut, the privacy opinion saying the police can never enter the marital home. Uh, and marriage is an institution hopefully enduring. And Douglas was sort of a shoot from the hip kind of kind of guy. He was kind of a Wild West frontier judge, mm-hmm. and uh, he has always been fun to read. Um, and so he probably stands out as kind of the most 
colorful character. That's great. Um, I'm learning a lot during these meetings. We uh, know what we should maybe do is take questions from the audience, not live, but have them send in our, their questions uh, for Professor Walker would be wonderful. Anders Walker, Lily Myers, Professor of Law and uh, History at St. Louis University. Thanks for taking the short walk over again. We appreciate it. Thank you, Anders. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 